With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Souls on all levels and in all dimensions are on their own evolutionary journey. There is no end point, no specified timing, and no losers. Every soul goes through their own unique experiences, yet we all have much in common. The higher self's evolutionary perspective, then, builds bridges of understanding. Let's move the focus from division and conflict to acceptance and love of ourselves and others. Hello, guys. It's Wednesday, <clears throat> my favorite day of the week. It's Janet Richmond in the Higher Self Voice. I hope you all had a great week, and I welcome everyone, the viewers and the listeners, back to week two of the se- series two on the energetic fields, and it's the second episode. Last week, I just started discussing the energetic fields, and I introduced you most of all to the thought form body, and. This week, I'm going to explain how to neutralize. Well, I just want to review a bit about the thought form body, uh, about the nature of thought. Remember, every time we think a thought, we create an energy, and that energy moves into an etheric body that we carry, and the higher selves just call it a thought form body, and it's stored there. It's kept there. Now, every thought that we think has a magnetic energy, its own unique magnetic signature, and when you think a thought, like attracts like. So if you think a thought, I'm so sick today, that sick thought is going to move into your energetic body, the thought form body. It's going to find the other thoughts you had about being sick and become one with that thought form. Please understand, as I explained last week, that we not only carry with us all the thoughts we've had in this life, but all the thoughts we've had in every life. And so our thought forms, the thought energies that we carry in our energetic body are enormous, and I call it our energetic garbage. And you will, I explained a little bit last week, and I will explain more and more as we go, but I do want to move on to neutralizing. Now, I just want to let you know that once you create an energy, you can't destroy it. In our society, in our culture, often if we have something bad, we want to destroy it, we want to cut it out, we want to get rid of it. But in the land of nature, even scientists say, once you create an energy, it's not destroyed. And so all of that thought energy that's magnetic in nature, that is not only drawing in negative thoughts like your own negative thoughts, like thoughts, go to like thoughts, but it also draws in thoughts from other places, other people, the astral, many, many other places. These thought energy, these thought forms, they are soulless and mindless and willless. They just operate with a magnetic-like energy that is constantly drawing like energy to them, good, bad, or indifferent, whatever the thought forms are. So neutralizing... It's very important 
we want to, we can't get rid of the energy, okay? We can't destroy it. We can't cut it out. But what we can do is we can change the nature of it. Now, let me give you uh, a couple of examples. One, let's say you are in some sort of lab and you have uh, beakers of liquid. And one beaker, it's, the liquid is the highest level of basic, the highest pH basic level there is, or the lowest. I forget which is negative, which is positive. I'm sorry, guys. The other beaker, the same exact amount of liquid, is the opposite. So it is completely acidic, the, the highest level of acidic or the most acidic level that there is. What happens when you pour one beaker into the other? First of all, you're not losing any of the liquid, but what you're going to end up doing is creating a liquid. Now, double the amount, so no liquid is lost, double the amount, but the pH is now neutral, completely neutral pH, doesn't carry any pH, whether um, acidic or basic. So that's what the, the neutralizing does, is it doesn't get rid of the energy, it changes the nature of it, it makes it neutral. And I'm going to explain it in much more detail in a second, but I just want to give you another example. And that's the example of our garbage. Just like with thinking, we're thinking thoughts all through the day, and without realizing it, we're throwing those thoughts into our thought form body. And they're accumulating and accumulating and accumulating. And remember, when you lay aside the body, you don't lay aside all those energies. <laughs> you take them with you. It's part of your soul aspect, and it becomes part of your conglomerate soul. So we're always attached to that conglomerate, including the conglomerate of the energetic garbage. So we are carrying, as I mentioned just a bit ago, we're carrying all of that energy from that, that, that energetic uh, history of all of our lives. So, but with like actual garbage, we divide it, don't we? We put garbage here in LA, it's a black bin, we put garbage into a black bin, that's garbage that can't be recycled. Unfortunately, it does go into the earth and it's toxic to the earth. It is not good, guys. So as much as we can, and L.A. is very, very much a leader in the, the amount of stuff that you can recycle. It's one of the best, actually, in the country. I don't know about the best in the world, but it's very, very good. It allows you to recycle a lot of stuff. Okay, so you have the recycling bin. What happens? You don't get rid of it or destroy it, do you? You retask it. You change the nature of the recycling and use it in different ways. So, yeah, yet again, in actual garbage, you don't get rid of the garbage. You just change the nature of it. You take all those papers and you make recycled paper, et cetera, et cetera. I don't, everyone knows how it's used, so I don't need to go into a lot of ex explanation or detail. In the nature, in, in the thought arena with the nature of thought, there is no thought energy that isn't recyclable. We can neutralize every single thought that we've ever had. We can do it. There is no, the, the thoughts are toxic to us when we hold on to them and we don't, with all that magnetic energy. That's, that's the problem. But if we choose to, we can neutralize more and more and more. So that's, that's what uh, neutralizing does. So how do we do it? Wait a minute. I'm sorry, but I've got a few notes here because I'm, okay. I have this handy-dandy poster here, but I didn't know why to introduce it because 
I know the material like the back of my hand, but, you know, I don't necessarily know the order that I've come up with that I think is a better way to explain. Okay. Now, when we neutralize, I just want you to know that we are going to be neutralizing in time. Of course, I focus on the negative. I encourage people to focus on the negative, but I do want to make it clear, it's never too soon to say this, that the positive thought energy that we have is also not good because positive thoughts can be mixed in with negative thoughts to create, be part of a negative pattern in our outer reality. I'm going to give you one quick example. It's part of my uh, story. I've always prided myself on being a loyal person, and one day, I don't remember at, at all at this point, because this was a long time ago, I was working on some pattern, the higher self said, you have to go in and you have to neutralize loyalty. And I'm like, what? And they reminded me of a life that I'd heard about where I was, it's a long story, I don't want to go into it, but I was in a very tough life maybe three or four hundred years ago, very... Um, hardworking, lonely, very abused, you know, bop, 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 bop. A lot of our lives and these past lives were like that. And there was a man in that life that I fell in love with. The odds were very small, but we fell in love. And at some point, because this was happened in Europe somewhere, I think it was in Scotland or Ireland or England, I don't remember. But in any case, he decided to to go to America. So he had saved up his passage for going to America. And when he left, he promised that he would send money when he earned it over there to me so that I could go over with him and join him. Well, he never did. But I decided that I was just going to be loyal, okay? So I just absolutely waited and waited and waited. Well, the higher self explained to me that that loyalty pattern actually has worked against me in a lot of ways, one of which is it's tied into betrayal and abandonment. We have, in many different ways, betrayal and abandonment patterns in our lives, but we're betrayed and abandoned when? How do, why do we feel betrayed and abandoned when it's somebody we care about, somebody who we've trusted, somebody we've given our loyalty to, to have betrayed us or abandoned us? And so... They, said, they explained to me, and they've been telling us since the 80s that we need to neutralize the positive thoughts, but it was this one that was so personal to me that I really got it. And so I don't even distinguish anymore. When I'm working on myself in whatever area, I want all the thought energy, known and unknown, conscious or unconscious, directly or indirectly, connected to that pattern of that situation. So I am saying, if you want to focus on the negative, great, but do understand in time we are going to be neutralizing the entirety of this energetic baggage. Uh, they, all these magnetic energies work in ways that, that you're going to come to see and understand that we don't know consciously necessarily. You're going to understand it better when I'm done with this series. Even if you don't understand it perfectly, you're going to grasp the importance of this. Okay, so how do we amalgamate? Well, first of all, the amalgamation, big word maybe, no biggie, okay? It just simply needs to become one with, to merge with. And the whole point of the amalgamation is to become one with those divine energies that we carry. Now, the what's key here is the focus of attention. I've talked about the focus of attention before. It is the turn on switch. It's what activates the divine energies and gives them permission to move into our free will kingdom and to 
We're saying, work on us. Help me. And that these divine energies are exactly what does the healing. Okay? We come well-equipped, guys. We come well-equipped, and I've talked about them in the past. If you haven't, if you can't, you know, having trouble, remember. Some of what I'm going to say will remind you, but please feel free to go back and re-listen or review the shows before this. Okay. The first, now you can do them in any order, but I'm going to suggest the order that has worked for me uh, the most. I, I've done them and do, still do them in many different orders, and it, it really makes no difference. But I'm going to suggest that you start with focusing on that pure soul essence. And remember that pure soul essence is the part of us that is everything originating source was, is, and is becoming. And it is our purest, most perfect, most potent point of power. This pure soul essence light, we all have it. Let's use it, guys. I want you to focus on it first. Now, I suggest using a symbol. There's a lot of symbols out there for it. Spark of light, flame of a candle, et cetera, et cetera. I like to suggest using a sun. Why? Because the sun is so brilliant in its own right. It's life-giving and brilliant and powerful. If we use that as a symbol, we're all visual people, so using a symbol is very helpful. As the symbol for that pure soul essence, it helps us connect with the enormity of that power that we carry. So focus on that. Now, it's not like A, B, C, D, E, F, G. You want to really focus on it for a few moments. Focus on that light, and as you focus, you're going to feel the light begin to expand. You can direct it. You can say, I am the center of my pure soul essence light. I want it to expand in through and around my physical body, in through and around my etheric bodies, the totality of my soul mind body. Now, we're talking here about the fourth dimensional or the human side of us. Remember, I've talked about carrying the dual soul nature. Whether you're a true human or you're, you're a fifth dimensional carrying the facade human soul, it makes no difference. We all have the human soul, mind, and body. So you want that light to permeate and become one with it. You want to amalgamate with that light. And so you can see yourself growing. Have that. You can imagine. If you can't see it, sense it, or feel it, just imagine. Imagine yourself moving into the center of that light. Okay, the next, the next part that I would like you to focus on is the true soul essence. Now, this is the fifth dimensional nature that most of you, if you're watching the show, you definitely carry. But even if you don't, we all have elements or aspects that are fifth dimensional in nature. It would mean that you know, you, you're very open to the information and responsive to it. You resonate with it makes no difference at what level your soul evolution is. You, you'll, everybody who's listening to the show, I can promise you that, has fifth dimensional nature. So I want you to focus on that true soul essence. Um, that fifth dimensional part of you, knowing and understanding, this includes the totality of your higher selves. Remember that in the human kingdom we're at the free will level, but when there's a graduation process into that fifth dimension, the, we move into the divine will level. Very important for you to keep in mind because not only do we have to give permission to that pure soul essence, we have to give permission to the, our own part of ourselves that carries that divine will, including the totality of our higher selves. So I want you to focus on becoming one with the totality of who you are at that fifth dimensional level. 
known and unknown. You don't need to know if you're actual dual cell nature or not. Just focus on it. Now, I do want to say, kind of interrupting myself here, but I do want to say that I have a document. I've written out something I call the interplanetary story. Please know that it's related to the fifth dimension and interplanetary, I-N-N-E-R, planetary, is the name of the fifth dimension that the higher self has given us. Just like the fourth dimension is the human kingdom, the third dimension is the animal kingdom, et cetera, et cetera. The fifth dimension they call the interplanetary kingdom. Names aren't really important at those frequency levels, but it's easier for us to have some words to put around things instead of things being vague. So I call it the interplanetary story. It is the story of the fifth dimensional carrying the dual cell nature. It is, I think, four pages and a half or something like that. I will happily send it to anyone who is interested. All you have to do is email me at jvvmrichmond at gmail.com. So that's J double V as in Victor Victor, M as in Mary, Richmond, R-I-C-H-M-O-N-D, at gmail.com. It's free. Anybody can ask for it, and I will send it to you, okay? Uh, It will help give you some context. It might also give you questions, and if anybody has any questions, please feel free to use that same email address to get back to me. Okay, so that's the true soul essence. Now, the last step in the amalgamation process is the originating source. By now, by taking the life that we carry at the divine level, the pure soul essence, merging it with the divine level, the divine energy we carry at the true soul essence, each of you will become a beacon of light, a beacon of light, very powerful, bigger than your room, your apartment, your home, your neighborhood, your city, your state, this beacon of light is really powerful. You may not see it or feel it or sense it, but imagine it. Just imagine that beacon moving out literally off the planet and into the universe. That's how big and powerful it is because the conscious focus of attention is all-empowering. We are saying, yes, let's be that beacon. Let's be that divine light. So, The last step is to take that divine light, who we are, that whole so far in the amalgamation process, and move right into the symbolic center of originating source. Originating source, and and who knows where the center is, it's symbolic. Remember, we're all part of the originating source. It is all there is. So I do have some information on it, but I can't repeat it here because it's just too much. But if you have a question, please, someone can... Write, write me, write that email and, uh, ask, you know, ask and I will plan a show on it because it is pretty fascinating. But right now I want everyone to move in, consciously moving in, consciously becoming one with the originating source energy. What it does is, number one, it takes us right into that extremely high frequency level of that divine nature of the oneness and the nowness of originating source. I have discussed that in prior shows, so I don't need to repeat it. But it also is our guarantee, guys. It's our guarantee that we are going to be utilizing and receiving the information and the energy 
at, from the very highest level. Now, that, that information, the energy will be de-intensified down. If it came down full on, it would literally kill us all. It's de-intensified down to the very highest level in our highest ideal that we can handle it. So it is part of the amalgamation process. Um, <clears throat> okay, so once, once we... Once we are, have moved and become part of the amalgamation process, we're going to be neutralizing. And I'm going to go through an actual neutralizing process at the end, so just bear with me. I'm just explaining it now so you have the context. Um, we are going to be able to neutralize with this energy, thought energy, emotional energy, and habit energy. We're going to be doing all three. But since I'm taking it sort of step-by-step step for clarity purpose, I am going to discuss the thought forms, Okay. Uh, so I'm going to address right now just the thought forms, how the light works to neutralize the magnetic energy that we carry. I want you to see it in a visual. I don't have all that many of these trusty, dusty posters, but when I have them, I'm going to show them to you. Okay, so we're going to talk about how to neutralize the thought form. Let's just imagine oh my goodness, that this is the thought form of I am sick, Okay. Just a symbol. It has attached to it sort of an empty sack, symbolically, just empty, that will carry the positive. Don't worry about the empty sack. You know what? After I learned it, I kind of forgot it after that. But just know right here, this is the I am sick thought form right there. Okay? Now we send in the light or we let the thought release out into the light. doesn't matter which way you do it. And this empty thing... This unfilled positive fills. And just like with the beaker of energy, it's exactly the same size and shape, but it's the opposite. You don't have to be able to know what the opposite is. Now, I am sick. The opposite would probably be I am healthy, but our patterns and our thoughts are very complicated, and so knowing the positive, not important. Just understand that the divine light knows so it is going to match it perfectly, and then it's going to merge. It, it happens like this. Now, when I started, we did each step for like a minute or three. We just did each step. One thing. I mean, it took forever. Eventually, we got to do it all, you know, very, very quickly, and eventually it became it. And then we did the habit body separately and the emotional body separately, and eventually the higher self said, oh, by the way, you can do them all at once like that. But I'm explaining to you exactly what happens. So what happens then, the two, the positive and negative, will merge together, and you see it's become neutralized, a perfect gray. So that's the neutralizing step. But now you've got the energy. It's neutralized. What happens? Well, what you want to do and what will do, you will do is you're going to put that neutral energy, and have it become one with your light. It's going to empower your light because neutral energy becomes whatever it touches. If you didn't merge it with your light and you just let the neutral energy go out there somewhere, I, it's hard for me to imagine because I've never done that process, but I don't know about everybody's processes. But if it goes out there, neutral energy, if it touches anything negative, it immediately becomes negative. And you can understand this because let's say you now have that beaker of completely neutral pH liquid, if you pour it into another container, 
with any with with a pH of any kind, that neutral energy is going to take on that pH. So if you pour it into a beaker that's acidic, all of the fluid in that beaker will be acidic. And so it same with with energy. Neutral energy becomes whatever it touches. You want to absorb it into your light and become one with the light. Oh my gosh, I'm running out of time. I'm just okay. You can also empower with the divine light. I might run over slightly, guys. You you can also empower as you know, you let go of the I am sick thought form. Now you've got symbolically empty space. It's just symbolic, it doesn't work quite like that, but it's a good symbol to hold on to. Now you want to call in, you want to empower divine health. It's a divine energy, it can't hurt or harm. You want to call it in and symbolically have it fill the spaces of that were left empty by all you let go, by all that has been neutralized and absorbed into the light. Divine light, just, you know, light, when you put light through a prism, right, it, you can see the many elements of light are all the different colors. So the prism helps separate the, the light energy into its various elements. Well, understand that divine energy also has various elements. And maybe we don't have a handy-dandy prism that shows us exactly what they are, but just understand that really there's so many. There's millions, I'm thinking. We've been introduced, as I was going through Joan Culpepper's groups, to maybe a couple, three dozen. Since then, I've taken on and learned about another couple, three dozen. I'm guessing at the numbers it could be hundreds. I'm really not sure. And I get new ones almost certainly once a month, maybe two or three times a month. So you aren't limited to figuring out divine energy, but divine health, I think, is, is one that everyone can understand. So you want to call in divine health and have it fill those spaces and bring the positive uh, nature of the divine energy. It's much more effective and much more powerful than thinking the thought energy, I am healthy, I'm healthy, I'm healthy. Remember that that's like adding feathers okay, to the scale of justice, symbolic scale of justice where the negatives are like this and it's bricks laying, you know, weighing them down and the positive being the feathers. You want to call in divine health. Utilize divine health, any of the divine energies used to empower yourself. All right, now I want to go through an actual example of step-by-step for you. I've explained how these things work. I want to go through an actual example. You might want to have a pen or, or pencil and paper. Uh, of course, you can listen to this or view this again to get it straight. But you, here's what you do. And you can do it with your eyes open and your eyes closed. Sometimes, especially in the beginning when you're first doing this work, eyes closed really helps you with that focus of attention. But we all can focus with our eyes open, right? We can focus on the TV, we can focus on whatever, um, an issue we're having that we're spinning through our minds. We have the ability to focus with our eyes open. But in the beginning, you might want to try with your eyes closed, although now, if you're writing it down, forget the eyes closed. All right, so you want to just start with saying, and you can use any kind of words I'm giving you to start, I am my pure soul essence. You want to use that focus Focus on the pure soul essence. Envision the sun or the spark of light or whatever other technique some of you may have used in the past. I focus on the sun and just see it, sense it, experience, imagine it, expanding, growing. 
and becoming one. After you focus on the light, you see or feel or sense the, the light be, being active. Your focus is conscious focus is giving it permission to be active. It's always there, always there. We need the conscious focus to give it permission to be active. And it's happening for me just because I do this all the time, just by talking about it. And it will happen for you, even though you may not feel or sense anything. I was a rock. I told you all. And when I started, couldn't feel anything, couldn't sense anything, nothing. It was still happening, and still my life was changing and shifting, and so I continued to use it, even though I couldn't feel anything. So... Next, you're going to say, I am my true soul essence. I am amalgamated with my higher self. Anything along those lines. I am my fifth dimensional soul nature. And as you do that, I want you to see that not only is the light encompassing the totality of your body, your etheric bodies, your human soul, but is continuing to expand in through and around your true soul. Right now, you're standing as a giant beacon. As I mentioned, this light is, is absolutely enveloped you. You have amalgamated with the divine light you carry within. But there is one more step, and that is to move into the originating source. So just say, I am the originating source. Or I move into or project into or I am a, a one with the originating source. This is very powerful. It taps us right into that oneness, that nowness, and it is that guarantee that we're going to work at the very highest level. Um, oops, I kind of forgot. I forgot to mention that we're going to be working this particular neutralizing on material lack, okay? Material lack is something that we've all carried in many lifetimes. Even if you don't have it in this lifetime, we still have those negative. That's I don't have enough money. Out of I'm out of balance. There's my material. Uh, I don't have financial security. I can't afford. All of those kind of things are part of material lack. So I want you now that we're amalgamated. I want you to start to see, envision, imagine, or just say the words, I release immaterial lack into my light. And you can see it coming out in smoke, dark smoke, oozing out. You can see it pouring out like water out of wire, water hose, out of any of the chakras. I want you to absolutely let go in any way. Imagine, say the words, sense, feel, the letting go of this material, this financial lack, um, material lack, financial lack, financial imbalance, financial loss, anything around financial lack. Let it go into the light. And you can see it, sense it, or imagine it, the light is starting to change it. Instead of being dark, black, charcoal looking, whatever it looks, dark brown, yucky, yucky. Sometimes I even see it like, uh, gangrenous, has a green tinge, whatever you, whatever it is, it's going to go in the light and be neutralized and then just say, I, I'm absorbing the neutral energy into my light. After a couple of times, you literally don't have to say it, just know that that is happening. I never say it anymore. I just release everything in the light and have the light take over the entire healing I don't have to say every step anymore. It's 
not me leading the light. The light already knows what to do, guys. Okay, so now you're you're letting all that go, and I'm more I'm feeling stuff, even though I've worked on my material uh, financial lack many many times. We we remember we live in this world, and things come up, and we start a thought here, or thought there, whatever, and unfortunately. It attaches not only to what we carry, but we're walking around the force fields of the astral all day long every day. It can draw that in. So redoing these releases is very important and very helpful. And I can feel some of stuff coming out for me. I hope you guys do too, but if you don't, it doesn't matter. We're not really focusing on running it through, kind of like when you're trying to teach somebody gin and you would do it an open hand for a couple of hands. You teach them technique, you teach them the, you know, the strategy, how to play gin. It's the same here that I'm doing with you. I'm trying to teach you how to neutralize. It's very simple. You do the amalgamation. Then you start to release whatever the pattern is, whatever the issue or the thought pattern is that you're trying to work with. And then the, the next step is simply to call in if you know of a divine energy that might work. And in this case, I'm going to call in divine material balance. I'm running over a half hour. I'm sorry. But call in divine material balance. It's a beautiful divine energy that planet Earth carries. And every single soul, every single human soul that is on this planet needs the energy in some way. Now, divine material balance is not always about finances. What this energy is about is materializing from the abstract to the concrete. But it often plays, it always in a balanced manner, but it often plays out in finances, but it plays out in materializing the gifts and talents that we carry into the outer reality or materializing the ideals we have about perfect relationships into the outer reality. It's all about materializing from the abstract to the concrete in perfect balance. And so that's what's happening. I want everyone to call in divine material balance. You can see it, feel it. In any way, you can project. You can call in the energy. You can project into the pure soul essence of the planet Earth simply by thinking it. I am projecting into the pure soul essence of the planet Earth. Or you can draw that divine material balance energy into you in some way. I do both. Either one works. And when you draw it into you, you can feel it coming up the legs, into the body, and expanding in through and around that energetic garbage, bringing that divine materialization energy that is helpful really in any healing to materialize health if you're doing I am sick to materialize good communication or success at work or to materialize whatever you want to materialize. You can use this energy. That's why I brought it up today. In any case, um, I hope I was clear enough on this, but you have my email now. You can email with any questions. Also, I want to say that to, to wind this down, have another great week. Next week, I'm going to talk about making neutralizing part of your lifestyle. Why that's important, how to do it. It's actually not so difficult. Um, it's actually not difficult at all. And it is a very, it's the third most important step. Now, of course, we're only talking about neutralizing the thoughts at this point, but understand, after this next week, I'm going to move on to the habit body. And then the actions that we take and how they interact with thoughts is going to be clear. You're going to see 
how the, the relationship between them, it's going to make a lot of sense. And then the neutralizing is now going to be explained related to the habit body. Understand in time when we call on the light to neutralize something, it's going to do them all at once. But I do want you to understand how it works and why it works the way it does so that you're not confused. You're not like, I don't get this, you know, and you just reject it out of hand. Remember, it's standing in the center of neutrality, how important that is. Never ask you to believe, just not to disbelieve, and just allow the information, the energy in, and then connect with it at the truth level that works for you. That's what's important. What you feel is right for you, what you resonate with is the important thing. Okay? All right. Have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful um, week. I'm looking forward to next week. You're going to really enjoy this next one, too. And I'm going to say goodbye at this point. Last week I did the wrong one first. Janet is a catalytic artist, an award-winning author, a radio show host, and a healer. You can find her on her website, HigherSelfVoice.com, also on Amazon, Kindle, Facebook, YouTube, and on the podcast app on your smartphone. To reach her with questions or for a healing session, her email address is jvvmrichmond at gmail.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.